Welcome to Cosmic Rx Radio, a podcast that gives you real-life tools of spiritual empowerment and pure hype. I'm your host and intuitive guide, Maddie Murphy. I'll be serving up your weekly energy readings, cosmic boss interviews, and astro inspiration. Are you ready to love yourself more, manifest your dream life, and own your magic? Let's jump in. Hello, my baddies. Welcome back to another episode of Cosmic Rx Radio. This is your energy report. I am your girl, Maddie Murphy, your cosmic consultant. And we're going to talk about, we have another intense week in the cosmos. The sky is on fire and so are we. Uh, war, passion, intensity, action are the kindling. And we stand here on the brink of a whole new world and it's major. I'm not going to lie. We have a hard week ahead of us, but it's transitory. It's temporary. The world is changing right in front of our eyes. We are here. We are here as part of something big. And I just cannot emphasize that enough. I know a lot of you have been with me for a while. We've been talking about this for the past few years, the shift that was going to happen in 2020 and 2022. And we're in it. We're living through, as the memes say, kind of tired of living through another once-in-a-lifetime world-changing event. So it's tiring, for sure. I'm going to talk about the astrology of the week ahead, what we can expect on a personal level. But of course, I do want to address just on the collective level what we're feeling. And I want to say that, you know, it has been a week. I recorded this, you know, last Tuesday before Russia invaded Ukraine. I did talk about on the podcast just a high level, you know, looking at expecting things to get worse before they get better, but ultimately panning out in the Ukraine's favor. I stand by that. But at the time of the recording, we had no idea. We're not no idea, but it hadn't happened yet. So I want to say, first and foremost, our thoughts, prayers, love, and our solidarity is with all of our, I'm crying, I had to pause the recording because I wanted to say we're just with you. It's all of our Ukrainian friends and their family. I've been crying, God, Pisces season so much. The 23rd, 24th, I was just crying with like heartbreaking heaviness for the world and the people there and the soldiers on both sides and just everything. But then my tears, they kept coming, but they were transformed. I don't know about you all, but I could not stop crying Friday, all weekend, Monday, by just the resiliency of the human spirit and the unity and the ferocity and of the Ukrainian people and watching the world rally around to support them. It hasn't been perfect. There's been things we've seen, racism creeping up even in moments like this. Let's let's abolish that. Let's continue to bring just letting that go. We have to do better. But in general, the unity and the sheer like beauty of the human spirit watching it all, it's been a lot, a lot of tears shed for So I might have to pause this a few times because your girl is feeling all of it. So again, if you're new here, this is not our normal podcast energy report. <laughs> get into things in a much different angle, but we are in very different, unusual times. So different times call for different podcasts. And I just want to acknowledge, you know, all this first and foremost, that, that our hearts and thoughts and prayers are with you. I'm going to talk a little bit about the astrology of the moment that we're in, you know, this front row, the seat we have to coming after the Pluto return of the United States, um, but this big shift that we're going through on this massive global level. But if you really want to go into the nitty gritty of it all, I did host a free webinar workshop that I put together 
this week, and I just talked about really in detail the astrology as much as I could gather after attending a few workshops and webinars and seminars from geopolitical experts, astrologers, and the like, and just kind of put my thoughts in one place. And then we ended with a prayer meditation for peace. And we also talked about some shared resources so we can step into inspired action. If you want that, please DM me at I am Maddie Murphy. I'll send you the link. You can also email us info at cosmicrx.com just because it's a lot and not everyone can understand it or wants to or hear about the, the astrology. And it's honestly too long for even a podcast. And I think that visuals help too of the charts. So that lives there. But what I do want to say for right now, for everyone listening, you are here for a reason. You were born during this time because you are part of this, whether it's your actions, your thoughts, your prayers, your purchases, your votes, how you show up for yourself, for your family, for your friends, for your coworkers, your community, you get to be part of the change, the evolution, the revolution, or, you know, some of us are part of not that, of trying to hold on to the old way. I've been saying it for years, but it's evolve or die, bitches. It is time to move forward. So I'm sure if you're listening to this, you already feel that way. But I do just want to remind us all of that. It's super intense on the human level, on the nervous system level, mental health level. Bernie Sanders gave a great pep talk this week. I'm just like, yeah, these are hard times, you know, pandemic, losing almost a million people here in the US to it, climate change, uh, an insurrection last year, now this. So deep breath. At the time of this recording, it's March 2nd. I see some very heavy hitting, intense astrology on March 3rd that may escalate things. This is the morning of March 2nd. I do think things might get a little bit worse over the next few days because we have Mars and Pluto coming together, also with Venus there in a very late degree of Capricorn. Mars is the god of war. Pluto is all about destruction, and they are uh, sort of weird bedfellows where they they amplify each other. And then Venus is there. So this late degree of Capricorn makes things very dire, very urgent. And Capricorn represents everything that's falling away with the Pluto and Capricorn, right? The old systems, the old structures. But Capricorn is very much like a militant, in this sense, could be a very shadowy, militant, disgruntled thing fueled by the wrong levels of power and money, which we're seeing right now. Hello. It's giving Putin. And there's just untenable circumstances and breaking points, okay? And I just want to acknowledge again, because last week I kind of wanted to acknowledge that things might get worse in the way it played out. And then I was like, oh, but the podcast comes out on Friday and I didn't really get to talk about. I just wanted to you know, give this the gravity it deserves. Again, welcome if you're new here. But the big thing I want to say on the macro astrology of what's happening is, you know, March might be bumpy, but March 5th, there is a beautiful Venus and Mars come together again. They came together last month in a conjunction. It's very rare to have two Venus-Mars conjunctions back to back. I asked some of my astrologer friends uh, who have been doing this for a long time, like, is this normal? And I was trying to figure out how to use my software to find out the last one. The last one happened over 150 years ago. Venus and Mars coming together. And on March 5th, when they come together, the day this podcast comes out, the day after, it's activating the zero degrees Aquarius point of the great conjunction that we had last January, with Saturn and Jupiter activating this new 20-year cycle of Aquarius. And what does Venus and Mars come together in Aquarius? It's 
change. It's progress. It's teamwork. It's collaboration. It's supporting each other. It's air. We move out of earth. Capricorn, all this earth has been very like war on the earth, on the battlefield. Aquarius moves things more towards the air space. So of course that could look in the shadow energy, like cyber attacks, which is going to be a whole theme of 2022. I talked about it in the webinar, but I do see the positive maybe being, you know, allied forces, the UN, NATO, you know, uh, coming together, um, some other country, a larger world power, maybe coming in to help the Ukraine or just something progress. And that is very in alignment with the Ukraine's chart, that, that Aquarius energy in their like first and second house. So that is something to look forward to. Again, bumpy, bumpy. There's bumpy astrology all of March with healing energy coming in April, but there's a larger thing we're working through all year, some larger conflicts, okay? But we are not going to World War Three. I don't know why I never speak so confidently on things. Like astrology is very, there's just the guidelines. It shows us things. But I just, from listening to people who know it, they're far more than I know about this. And then looking at the astrology of all the world wars have certain signatures. They are not in this moment. They are not in the next year, five years. So I hope that gives you some peace and comfort. And if you're wondering, is it appropriate to talk about astrology in times like this? Absolutely. You have to. If we use astrology for one thing, we must honor it for all things. It's important to understand the intention and energy someone is talking about astrology with. If they're doing it for clout or fame or to brag on themselves and their predictions, that is no bueno. We got to use discernment, call that out. That is ego. But yeah, if you're an astrologer right now, you're a a wartime astrologer. You got to look at the astrology of what's happening. And also just as a reminder, planets don't make things happen. You all know this from listening. It's just synchronistic as above, so below the things that are playing out in the sky, we feel simultaneously down on earth and we get to use our awareness in our autonomy and our agency to understand how to work with that energy, okay? And being aware of that. And we don't have uh, cycles and patterns to predict what humans are doing, but we do have cycles and patterns to predict what the planets are doing. So it gives us like a sneak peek. Does that make sense? I hope it does. All right, so I'm gonna get into now kind of talking about the podcast, the normal stuff, the energy report, the moon report, if astrology isn't real moments. And I do want to say that Oh God, I just cut off myself off. I don't even know. My It's so Pisces season. I feel like it's like Mercury retrograde on steroids. I can't. I'm all over the place. I'm crying. I'm leaking. I'm emotional. I'm tired. I'm cranky. But I'm also feeling very hopeful and surrendering to the whole process. So what I wanted to say is thank you so much for all of your ratings and reviews and continuing to share this podcast. It, may, it means so much to us and just hearing from you all and connecting with you on Instagram has been I just feel so held in these moments and even within my own community of our, our Cosmic Fit Club, having people show up for this webinar and, you know, I just wanted to get it out this week so I wasn't able to talk about it here, but you can absolutely have the recording. It just moves me to have people who are spiritual, heart-centered, but also tuned in to like what's happening in the collective and wanting to be a part of it. It just means so much. And this week we have our winner. As you know, we've been doing for our readings and reviews. If you leave one, you can send us a screenshot. If you're on Spotify, you can DM us at the Cosmic RX. Or if it's Apple Podcast Review, you can leave your Instagram handle in the review. And this week's winner, we have Joyful Jess123. 
because I was obsessed with this review. You know, we, we pull it at random, but it's always fun to see what's in the review after. And I just have to highlight one thing I want us all to take into our lives are uh, they mentally prepare their week while they take their hot girl walks. And I was like, I love that. And so much she even dropped her own astrology isn't real moment in the review. And I was like, I freaking love this baddie so much. And it really speaks to I love the podcast helps her validate her feelings, which I'm always here for that. And it just brought really a big smile to my heart. So thank you, Joyful Jess. And if you want to be like Joyful Jess, go leave your rating and you can win three months in our Cosmic Fit Club community where we do live calls and workshops and you can win our text subscription, daily astro affirmation texts, our monthly moon guide that I write and our 21 days to real self-love course. It's called the baddie bundle, right? We're feeling it. All right. So let's talk about if astrology isn't real moments from the week behind and how we can look forward for the week ahead and help us understand like, wow, these patterns, they're playing out in real time. First thing I want to address is like a bajillion of you DM me. I'm just like, holy shit, if astrology isn't real, then why did all this happen the day after the Pluto return? And I'm like, yeah, it's like, it's so, it's so literal, the astrology now. Pluto is the lord of the underworld who comes to destroy, to create new and coming back in the sign of Capricorn it hasn't been in this degree, you know, in 248 years, very tied to the Declaration of Independence and the birth of like the United States as we know it now. And we're coming to terms with all that. But we talked about it's all Capricorn leadership. You know, we've been in this for 250 years of like anything that's to do with Capricorn energy, capitalism, colonialism, imperialism, just caring about money and power more than the people. And we're shifting towards Aquarius, which is power to the people, bitches, and get on board, evolve or die. You're going to keep hearing me say that. So that was very literal astrology. And I also want to shout out my newest crush, obviously, Vladimir Zelensky, president of the Ukraine and a professional badass. Again, we're all human. You know, I understand that. But I do want to say in this moment, in the past week, this man has me shook because I'm like, wow, whatever Putin aims to be in the world, he's trying to project. He overshot his shot, but off more than he can chew. His chart reflects that. Talk about it in the webinar. Would not put my money on Putin right now. But Zelensky has risen to this moment on the world stage as a leader, as someone who is fearless, someone who radiates that true like power from within versus trying to connect to power by wielding it over others. He is a man of the people. He is like, wow, like, like, you know, the whole quote of I need ammunition, not a ride. I'm like, excuse me, sir. Are we in a blockbuster movie? Are you being played by Bruce Willis or someone of the like? Because this is crazy. Like, I just can't believe you're real and you didn't do what every other leader and these kind of times usually does, which is hightail it out of there to safety, to protection. And Tom looking at you, Ted Cruz, but truly like that's like every leader, every democratic leader, anyone who had the ability to do that, every even like king, queen back in the day. So what I was observing in this was my astrology, if astrology is a real moment, is his chart is amazing. And I'm going to talk about one of my favorite parts of it, but it also felt like the 2.0. Pluto return 
happening on 2-2-2-2 was about the 2.0. We're turning the page. We're starting to see the new. And this is like, again, I don't know what's going to happen going forward with, but like the 2.0 leadership, heart-centered, man of the people. Even in his inauguration, it's like, don't. His constituents or his people who work for him, don't put pictures of me in your office. Put pictures of your family, right? Like make decisions for your family. I don't want to be an idol. I don't want to be on a pedestal. And all of these, you know, pictures and videos of him, like that is what a leader, if you're going to send the youth and especially, you know, like in their country, like the men that were being conscripted, I think it was like 16 to 60. If you're going to send them to the battlefields, you should be there too. And that's one thing that's always bothered me about war. I mean, a lot of things, but like what someone behind in a comfortable climate controlled room with catering and snacks are just sending innocent people to their death, like possibly does not sit right. And so this 2.0 leadership, I want to just call that out. And, you know, it all makes sense because he has his Leo moon, North Node and Libra in the fifth, so much like leadership and sense of justice, but with warmth and compassion and humility and really in his solar return chart, a lot of exalted Capricorn, Mars, leadership energy. Um, but my favorite thing, and, and right now Saturn is transiting his public position opposite his moon in Leo. But really, I love he has a very lucky chart, which I was like, okay, kind of making sense of just his ability to outfox what's happening right now with the Russian army and his ability to kind of stay in, in this zone against all odds. And I just continue to send my prayers and our protection over him and his troops and the people of Ukraine. But yeah, he has a rare natal Venus Kazimi, which is when Venus and the sun are like, Venus is in the heart of the sun. Venus is like protected and amplified by the sun and Jupiter conjunct his ascendant, which is anyone you know, Jupiter planet of blessings on his rising. So anyway, I just love that chart. And that was my, if astrology isn't real, kind of wrap up that nothing else was worth my attention this week, really at all. Ah, deep breath. Let's talk about our moon report, our internal report, our internal weather, how we can deal with these crazy changing times we're in from the inside out, how we can stay grounded and centered. And good Lord, this Pisces stellium is bringing up so much around healing and unity. But of course, Pisces energy in the air can make us feel really emotional or even like victim mindset or really just things feeling unclear like as to what the next steps are. If you're feeling that way, that's fine. There's no fire in the sky right now. We are meant to be dream weaving and letting life like pull us forward, going with the flow, but gathering inspiration, healing, so that when the fire kicks in, especially the fire of Aries season, we feel restored, rejuvenated, an understanding of where we want to go with that. So I just want to shout that out in case, in, in case you've been kind of feeling a little like, uh, I'm confused of what I'm supposed to be doing right now. I'm not alone in that. So of course, the moon is still goes through fire signs as, as that always does. But so Friday, the day this comes out, we have moon and Aries. So we have that moon on our side, moon and Aries. And for three days, we can tap into Friday, Saturday, Sunday, do something for yourself, do something to take charge, do something to make yourself feel like independent. Um, it might be spending alone time, maybe finally tackling something. Again, this is our only like 
you know, these little bits of fire were getting a little burst. So you might also want to have an outlet for your rage or anger in some way. We've been feeling a lot of that on the collective level. It can feel really disempowering to uh, live through all, all these moments in history, especially when you're asked to like continue with work as usual, et cetera, et cetera. So screaming in your car, kickboxing, going for like a fierce like sprint on your morning hot girl walk, just something to let this out in a safe way. So we just want to look out for where those emotions can get the best of us. So we want to like be proactive in channeling any of those spicier, more inflamed emotions, all right? Then we have Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. We have the moon is in Taurus um, until 1.40 p.m. on Tuesday the 8th. Ground down, bitches. Ground down. When the all the Pisces energy, Jupiter and Sun and Neptune there, it's like, we can really get out of our body is really just things can feel like they're swimming in all these different directions. And it's a time to heal. And it's a time to be in our body. And it's a time to do our inner child work. If you want, I have some podcasts about that that just came out. So drop into that and just make sure Moon and Taurus, you're doing something for your body. Get a massage, drink lots of water, make yourself a nourishing meal. What do you need to feel grounded? Do that. Moon and Taurus days, things I just want you to look out for is trying to hold on to something that's inevitably changing is going to exhaust you. So thinking about how can I surrender? How can I allow this change to work out better than I'm imagining it and, and holding that in your vision? Then we have a Tuesday afternoon, like I said, at 1.40 and into Wednesday and Thursday, we have the moon is in Gemini. So Gemini moon, Pisces sun, super mutable energy. So just heads up, like plans may change. Everything might just be changing, moving, grooving. And I want us to think about like putting our dreams, putting our visions, putting our desires, putting the things that are coming up for us, also what we're healing from, using our words as a tool for that. So whether that's writing out your values list of things that you want your life to be in alignment with, whether that's you know, rewriting your manifestation list from the new moon, writing affirmations, journaling your feelings, writing a letter to your inner child, writing a letter to someone you're angry with or something you need to forgive yourself for. Putting something into writing feels like the medicine these days, okay? Putting things to words, talking things out, but really the written word is coming through a lot. And looking at how by putting that into writing, you're actually releasing it and letting it transmute, be mutable and shift into something else. What we're going to look out for on those double mutable Pisces sun, Gemini moon days is just like, well, being ungrounded, not sticking to your own boundaries, your own schedule, uh, just trying to maintain, you know, if you say you're going to do something, do it. If you have your normal routines, you need to help you feel structured. Please like honor those days when there's double mutable energy, we can feel really scattered. So the more we can do to kind of offset that, the better we'll ultimately feel emotionally. All right, so that's your moon report. I'm going to talk a little bit now about the planetary planning. What are the biggest transits of the week? How are they going to affect us? What are they going to what do they mean? Okay, so first things first, we're wrapping up. We are um in our second to last week of Pisces season and just as a reminder or if you didn't know, Pisces is the last sign of the zodiac. So Pisces is like the end of the year, the astrological year. Aries, spring equinox begins the new so what do we do at the end of a cycle? We reflect, we look back, we say, damn, we are tired, we're tie-tie. 
what do I need? Do I need to sleep more? Do I need to like close out some things? Do I need to cry or feel my emotions? How far have I gone? Like looking at all of this is super important. And again, like we're also kind of cleaning house. We'll talk about this for Virgo moon, but we're kind of like cleaning up, figuring out what we want to release or let go of or come to peace with before we get, you know, shot forward, spring forward for Aries season and all that fire and forward momentum. So I just want to honor that of like, if that's why you're feeling like old stuff is coming up or you're feeling like your normal things you wanted to do, you're doing something else or you're pulled in a different direction, just trust it. Trust where that's guiding you, okay? So we're wrapping up here. Then we have, again, on a macro level, I just want to address that like I said, March 3rd, the Venus-Mars-Pluto conjunction is here, 27, 28 degrees Capricorn. So between the days around that may be you know, triggering some sort of larger events. Just want to say that if you check where you have Capricorn or really any cardinal energy in your chart, you may be feeling that ping off something too those days of realizing like, you know, what has come to a head? What is like a pressure cooker? What is ready to be released? Yeah, what what just is like needs to go. That's gonna help you understand um, where you're moving from there. And then March 6th, Mars and Venus ingress into Aquarius. Now this is gonna feel huge because first of all, they're changing two major personal planets are changing signs within like eight to ten minutes of each other. And we always feel it a lot. It feels like a little bumpy, shifting the signs. And especially for Venus, because if you've been here for a while, Venus has been in Capricorn since the middle of November. And now it's changing signs. And it's like, it's a bit, it's a big adjustment. It's like sitting somewhere for a really long time and then having to go to a completely new environment and the new way of thinking, right? It's like working on a project for, you know, if you've ever had to go, like, live it abroad or something, and then you live somewhere for so long, it just becomes so normal for you, and then you go and, like, live somewhere else, and it's a whole big adjustment, right? The culture, the energy, the expectations, the flow. So Venus moving Capricorn has been very on the physical Earth-based, very much the thinking about, like, where we need to level up, where we need to look at our finances and our business and our money very differently. And it's been teaching us a lot of lessons and Venus went retrograde. And now Venus moves into Aquarius and Mars there too. So everything is going from earth and kind of heavy into air and how we can, you know, hopefully on the collective level, hopefully this is bringing, you know, some sort of progress. Um, Again, it's igniting that Jupiter-Saturn conjunction of last year at zero degrees Aquarius. But we're also feeling like on the completely personal micro level that there's something forward thinking. There's something like we're getting a new fresh air, a new way of going about things. So I'll start with Mars. If you're new to this, Venus and Mars come together, like I said, very rare. When they come together, it's like, okay, like it's the planet of love and values and magnetism pairing up with the planet of like, sexuality, ambition, drive, desire. And, you know, it's kind of like, it represents kind of like the feminine, masculine, if you will, the non-gendered version of it, but just that like yin yang. So they're coming together. There's a meetup. There's some sort of new opportunities on the micro level for love, for romance, for partnering with someone, especially 
for a purpose or if you have shared interests or plug it into something that tunes you into your higher vision. And Mars is our energy, our fuel. And like we look to Mars in the sky to understand like what's the best use of our energy and our fuel and where will we get more of that energy and fuel returned to us. So Mars in Capricorn has been work, 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 get shit done, earth energy, tend to your shit. Mars and Aquarius kind of feeling lighter, brighter, craving connection, community, doing things that are different. So social health, I want you all to think about this. Mars will be in Aquarius until April 14th. So March 6th, April 14th, we have no planets, not only retrograde, but Mercury and Venus are out of their shadows. We have all direct planets. And during this time, Mars and Aquarius, I want you to think about getting together, trusting in what it happens in group dynamics, whether that's the medicine of laughter or whether that's, you know, brainstorming, collaborating, bouncing ideas off of, hearing different perspectives. There is power in numbers during this time. Absolutely. And I also want you to pay attention to where you're feeling a little bit more innovative or inspired as it relates to the bigger picture, right? That Mars and Aquarius is that like 10,000 foot perspective of your life. And it's a great time to do something very different. Revolution, you know, Mars and Aquarius likes to do something, be motivated by taking action to something that feels really different, marching to the beat of your own drum and be doing something that may feel unconventional, okay? So when you tap into that, and I also really encourage Mars and Aquarius is like taking action through humanitarian events, Clearly now we kind of understand what some of the big things are, but, you know, researching, reading about different, like I know I spent the weekend reading and listening and talking to people. Like I, I really had to learn a lot about the Ukraine and its history and thank God for just amazing teachers out there. I went to some really traditional talks, but honestly, just some people on TikTok, I'll repost some other things who are doing amazing work of just breaking this down into such like normal muggle and even dare I say like hilarious, not hilarious, but entertaining language. Learn something. Mars Aquarius wants us to like be a part of our collective. And that's what I feel hopeful about being as Mars coming together in Aquarius. It's not gonna be perfect. It's still very Saturn rules. There still can be a heaviness there. But Aquarius is Capricorn in the shadow energy could be like I, me, you know, top of the mountain, the power. Aquarius is like the power is in the people. The power is in the we. The power is coming together. So yeah, anything you can do to read, educate, donate your time, talent, energy towards that cause is going to feel good. And I also feel like it's kind of happening for a reason right now. You can't spell Aquarius without us. So let's do this together individually. We're little drops of water, but together we can create a tidal wave of change, right? So also Venus is there amplifying. So everything I just said, boom, double down, Venus, goddess of love, attraction, beauty, aesthetics, money. So Venus and Aquarius, it's bringing mm, energy of freedom and revolution to our sense of values and to our relationships. I love the quote, like, you must love in such a way that the person you love feels free. Such a beautiful invitation and meditation during this Venus and Aquarius time. And again, we've learned a lot about ourselves probably since November, middle of November, when Venus moved into Aquarius and specifically December 19th till January 29th when Venus went retrograde. But now we get to 
like have some openness and fresh air, like someone's opening the window, letting in a breeze into our, our love lives, into our hearts, into our bank accounts. And you know, Venus and Aquarius, it really invites us to be our most free-spirited, quirky, kinky self and invites us to feel more open-minded, open-hearted. So embrace, research your own eccentricities, your unusual traits. What are the things about you and what lights you up and in relationships that don't have to conform to societal norms, all right? We are non-conforming always, but especially during Aquarius time, we're reminded of that with Mars and Venus there. Like I said, embracing your social butterfly is also gonna light you up, make your heart feel open and motivate you with that Mars. So yeah, tune in with your friends or join a new networking group, go to a local meetup for a shared common interest you have. You never know who you're gonna meet and how that could change the trajectory of your life in a positive way while Venus is in Aquarius. I also love that like Marianne Williamson talks about like friendship and romance go hand in hand. And I think Venus and Aquarius brings more love and romance into our friendships. And Venus and Aquarius can bring more friendship into our romances. So there's a cool opportunity to, she said that friendship and romance go hand in hand. And there's something about this time where I think we can do both, okay? So romance your friends, you know, appreciate them, write them a love letter. Bring that like true love in friend groups is so beautiful and in friendship. And also it feels so good to be a friend to your lover, to your partner. And I think that there's something really powerful that we can tap into under this transit. And as a reminder, this starts March 6th and goes through April 5th. Venus and Aquarius, also Venus is our looks and our love, our aesthetics and, you know, our beauty, our physical appearance. So you might also feel like, hey, I want to like do something a little Aquarian, you know, Maybe there's a, a haircut that's a little edgy. I want to rock. I want to dye my hair. I want to get a tattoo or experiment the way I dress a little bit. You know, maybe I want to wear some euphoria-inspired like face gems. Go for it. Rock those gems, okay? Channel your inner Maddie, your inner jewels. Do it. I mean, jewels season one. Season two, different aesthetic. But that season one aesthetic was so Aquarian to me. Love that, okay? And if you're in a relationship, consider like, Venus and Aquarius wants us to connect on a cerebral intellectual um, level through mental simulation. So maybe like find a book to read for the month and be like, hey, I want to talk about this different book or I want to watch this documentary. And like, it's like a whole new way of sparking each other, but through that intellectual connection. If you're single, Venus and Aquarius rules technology. So brush up the dating app profiles, try a new one. Also ask your friend group. You might have like within your friend group being linked up with someone you never know. Or even what I love is like Venus and Aquarius. They found love in a hopeless place at a protest march or at some sort of meeting to learn more about geopolitics or to talk about like reproductive rights or human rights. Like there's something about like falling in love in these unexpected places that where we're focusing on social justice and collaboration during Venus and Aquarius transit, all right? And like I say this stuff, but I've literally seen it play out so, so, so literally. So this is the, that's the big transit is the Venus and Mars coming together in Aquarius. The conjunction of them is bringing in a new cycle, activating whatever began in January 2021. And then we have Mercury moves out of Aquarius into Pisces. And I do think that's gonna bring us, you know, it's bringing like a creative energy to all of us. So making time, go to a concert, go to a, you know, exhibit, play around with some poetry, practice your photography, um, the way your mind wants to work and receive 
and output information is very, you know, artistic and take that all the stuff that we're experiencing, channeling that appreciating art can feel really good. Okay. Like Lady Gaga and Kurt Cobain. And I think Aretha Franklin, they all had Mercury and Pisces. Okay. Like also we don't have to, nothing has to be like, how do I say this? Mercury and Pisces understands things that exist beyond words and communicates non-verbally a lot. That's why art and image and color and sound and harmony feels so good to it. So let yourself be creative. Let yourself trust your intuition, trust the things that seem nebulous during this time and use this transit to romanticize your life a little bit. I always think about Mercury and Pisces, like looking at your life, like you're living in a vintage like French film or, you know, something like the aesthetics, the vibes, romanticize it, buy yourself flowers, play classical music while you clean your house, like wear things that are dreamy, make yourself a decadent cafe au lait and read some poetry. Why is this giving me such French energy? I don't know why. Feel into that, okay? And the thing that I want us to do, Mercury and Pisces, the psychic energy is strong. Our ability to put our messages into the etheric space is amplified. Our ability to receive information energy is amplified. So I want to leave you on this note of one, protect your energy, protect your magic during this time. This is going to be a common theme, definitely until the end of April. Be discerning, be discriminating around who gets your energy, who gets access to it. What are the big public places you're going? Is it worth it? Can you protect yourself? Can you just keep not let yourself absorb the energy of people around you. You're going to be feeling into that a lot, okay? And the other thing I want to say is let's feel all of our feelings. Let's let ourselves be clear and open channels. And I really invite us to feel into holding the energy high right now. It's intense, but we have the vision for where we're headed, which is a more equitable, inclusive, beautiful, peaceful world for all. This Everything that's happening is just direct symbolism, that's telling us we are in important times. We are pushing towards a huge evolutionary leap. We are actually in the evolutionary leap. We have left. We haven't landed in a solid place, but there is a leap happening towards the world we want to live in. And in that same note, the evolutionary leap, I encourage you to hold a vision. You know, Aquarius and Pisces energy is all about vision and frequency and the cerebral and metaphysical. So holding that vision, please, And then I encourage you to see where you're being called to make an evolutionary leap in your own life. And I encourage you to do that. Like in the way we show up for ourselves and the shifts we make in our own healing, in our thoughts, in our actions, in our behaviors, in our beliefs, in our purchases, in our ways we conduct and how we treat people around us is part of this activation, right? Is part of this activation of our collective evolutionary leap. So we've got this. Pisces season, just keep swimming. Dory, that is (laughs) also takeaway. Just keep swimming. So let me know how you're feeling, how it's going. I love seeing you tag us in oracle card pulls and rituals and little aha moments at the Cosmic Rx. DM me. I, I am Maddie Murphy for your personal shares, things you have going on right now, things that are resonating with you, things you just want to, you know, let me know your astrology isn't real moments. Don't forget, leave your rating review for the chance to win the baddie bundle. And this is it. We are living in the future that we are so ready for. We are dream weaving a new world into existence. May there be peace and harmony for all on earth. Amen. Hallelujah. Aho. Amen. And so it is. And so 
may it be. Love you all. Wrapping you up in Cosmic Stardust. See you next week. Do you love getting your Cosmic RX for the week here and want more? Make sure to sign up for our premium subscription so you can get exclusive access to bonus podcast episodes, all of my astrology info for the month ahead, and live new and full moon calls to help you manifest your dream life with an intentional international community of other Cosmic Baddies. Sign up through our link in show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to know more about Cosmic Rx, head on over to thecosmicrx.com. And if you really love this show, I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I super love hearing from you and reading your reviews. All right, you Cosmic Baddie, tune in next week. And until then, remember, love yourself fully, work your magic, and take no shit.